Greetings and welcome to the African Spirit Reintegrated and Reimagined Podcast. I am Asani Brogan, owner of Asani Coaching Services. And in this episode, I am discussing the common mistakes that new devotees to African traditional religious systems or African spirituality tend to make. So I'm coming at this topic from the perspective of dealing with numerous people who venture into ATR, but likewise dealing with people online and groups and things like that, social media groups I'm referring to, um, and also just kind of getting questions from people in my day-to-day life about ATR and the systems that um, we practice throughout the diaspora. So I wanted to speak about this topic in particular because of the amount of questions that I get and also just a lot of the misinformation that I combat quite often when people do venture into ATR and they, you know, have questions about getting readings or things like that because they don't quite understand what our systems are about or they don't go into them for the right reasons. So I'm going to go ahead and get started and just talk about um, some of the more common ones. I have a list of nine that I want to share in this episode, but you know, it may trickle into something else more I talk and think about the different dynamics that are related to this particular concept. One of the first things that I see people make a mistake with is going to be this idea or notion of ATR being associated with spookism or kind of the genie in the bottle complex. Now these are two different ideologies about the system, but they kind of fall under the same purview as far as people just misconceiving what the systems are about. So I will get a lot of people who may be interested in the paranormal or metaphysical things. And so they approach ATR thinking that they are going to encounter spirits all the time. They're going to see these ghostly apparitions and, you know, just have all of these deep level spiritual conversations whereby maybe a spirit is you know actually speaking to them audibly those things can happen absolutely but they are not part of our systems on a regular basis for the average person normally the type of individuals that will have these high level spiritual experiences as far as seeing spirits or hearing spirits on a regular basis that's going to actually be priests and priestess who purposely, you know, commune with spirits. Nine times out of 10, the average person will absolutely enjoy and experience spiritual communication, but it won't necessarily be on that level as far as you seeing ghosts all the time, or as far as you hearing, you know, a spirit speak to you and things like that. So if you are approaching ATR for that reason, and you know, that's not really the reason to go into it because there are just so many things that you can experience and everybody, everybody's experience will be different and nobody can really guarantee what will happen in your particular instance. On the opposite side of that is this genie in the bottle theory where people come to ATR just thinking, well, you know, I could, you know, give a, give an offering to a spirit or do some type of ritual or ceremony or what have you and voila I just get everything that I want and everything that I've been needing and asking for 
immediately presented to me. And that likewise is not the case most often, right? There are instances where you may experience very, very quick turnaround when it comes to ritual work and things like that. It may even be immediate, but that's not the case for the average person most of the time. So do not come to ATR with that expectation that I'm just going to get every single thing that I want or need in my life just because I am practicing ATR. Remember that these are spiritual systems. This is people's day by day life. It has been for centuries and it, for the people who practiced it from the beginning, from birth, they don't go into these systems with that notion of it, you know, pretty much just being this genie in the bottle type of activity where you could just get whatever you want at your whim. That's just not how our systems work. They're about development. They're about growth, um, teaching you how to be a human, working out karmic depth, things of that nature. So you will experience the good, absolutely, but you will likewise experience some things that are not so pleasurable. And it doesn't mean that your spirits are not with you. In fact, it could be them causing you to go through certain things so that you can have certain experiences and learn and grow. Another aspect of this, another common mistake that I see people make is they desire to go into our systems for the wrong reasons, to, to utilize magic, I should say, for the wrong reasons. So I have people coming, you know, asking me about hexes, trying to harm someone, or about love spells, trying to force someone or manipulate someone's will to be with them in a relationship you know even so much as so it could be another person who is actually married and they want to get with that person so they want to do some type of love spell to ensure that they are the ones who can be with that individual that they desire to be with um obviously money or material gain things like that it kind of coincides with the genie in the bottle but sometimes people have that genie in the bottle mentality it's not always about you know those aspects of the tradition it's just thinking that everything is going to go your way as soon as you you know start to practice it but instead you know i do have a lot of inquiries in relation to magic like can this happen can can I force this particular situation to happen? And when you have that mindset, you are absolutely approaching ATR from the wrong perspective because that is in and of itself one of the reasons why we've lost our power because of what our ancestors started to do. They started to use the magic and um, our gifts and our power against each other and therein our spirits you know allowed them to be punished and allowed us to suffer here after as you know we see in today's world where so many people of african descent are suffering throughout the globe because of the trespasses if you will of our ancestors another common mistake that people make is absolutely being impatient they want to jump into the tradition and get all of the information and the things that they need right away. So hearing, I'm not necessarily talking about um, seeing the fruits of ritual work, but just jumping into it with, first of all, the wrong mindset. So it may be that they have the mindset that they just want to jump into a tradition in order to get everything that they want. And so 
instead of them taking the time to find the right guidance that they need they hook on to you know the first thing that appears to be able to bring them exactly what they desire without taking the time to really figure out is this the right person or the right information or the right thing for them they just keep moving just because they're impatient they they want to get to the goal right away um another thing is also impatience with waiting for solutions so as i said before this is not a genie in the bottle type of practice um even though our magic is very powerful and very useful everything doesn't manifest right away so if you come to atr thinking that i'm going to just do this one ritual and this major issue that i have in my life is going to disappear right away then you are coming to it for the wrong reasons and you have the wrong mindset in doing so because sometimes it can actually take multiple rituals in order to resolve an issue and it's not that the first one or first few did not work but it could just simply be a process in which little by little that particular situation is worked out and i've absolutely seen that occur in many instances for myself as well as for other people that i've worked with with getting spiritual work it's not necessarily this one-time thing let's say for instance you have a major health issue that you've been dealing with for 20 to 30 years and you just assume that when you come to an atr practice and you give your money and um you get a ritual done or what have you that health issue will clear up immediately that may not be the case because in many instances especially with health you oftentimes have to um take herbal remedies in order to alleviate certain symptoms that's part of the practice is herbalism and um, natural medicine is not just about doing a blood sacrifice giving you know an offering an animal that could be part of the process it will be part of the process for in many instances now i won't say all the time depends on what system that you're practicing within but in many instances it will be given an animal sacrifice in order to um, initiate that process of the spirit working on your behalf but then there also may be some kind of herbal concoction or remedy that you may have to take for quite some time for months um maybe even years i usually don't see it that long but it could be that you maybe go on a protocol of treatment where you're taking you know a cocktail of herbs you may start with one for a few months and you have to transition to another one to get rid of another problem and so forth and so on remember it's an issue that you've been dealing with for 20 years so you know don't expect just because it's spirit that they're going to make that issue disappear right away they can absolutely but in a lot of instances what i see is it takes time to work out because that person needs to learn vital lessons about taking care of their health so for instance let's say you're dealing with cancer because you have not taken care of yourself for a while you you've been eating wrong you don't exercise um maybe you smoke or drink heavily or you know participate in other activities that are not conducive to your health well you know spirit came through and just reconciled your health issue in a flash you will continue with those same behaviors and therein just go and have the same complication or even worse 
So sometimes it takes those dynamics um, in order for you to find the resolutions or the remedies that you need for your problems, okay? Spirituality, again, is not one time. You are going to constantly interact with ritual work and ceremonies and things like that, even if you're not necessarily seeking anything in particular. Just continuously giving to your spirits and recognizing them and communicating with them is absolutely part of the process. It's not this one time I do a ritual and everything in my life while is, is corrected and is you know good to go thereafter this is a relationship that you are forming with your spiritual team through the good and the bad times right it's just like a marriage you're not just going to go into a marriage just for the good that you can benefit you go into that marriage for all of the experiences and what it entails a marriage or a relationship whatever you want to um deem it as you know whatever direction you want to take that in point being is that you are connecting with spirit on a higher level so that you have a deeper understanding of why you are here on this earth and how you can better manage your situation to experience the things that you need to experience and all of those things won't be pleasant in order for you to go to the next level. With that being said, I'm going to take a quick break right now. And when I come back, I will discuss a few more mistakes that new devotees make when they come to African traditional religions. So before the break, I discussed three common mistakes that new devotees to ATR make. In this segment, I am going to discuss three more. First, starting with choosing the right spiritualist or choosing someone rather based solely on price, popularity, or other irrelevant factors. That is a huge mistake that I see people make all the time. They only go for, you know, the cheapest price when selecting a spiritualist. You know, I get that dynamic, right? So, you know, we all have to manage the economics of dealing with an African traditional religion. It is not cheap. It's not cheap for the average person uh, when you're getting regular readings or even sometimes just one-time reading and you have to do spiritual work thereafter. It could be quite expensive. Um, I talked about that in a previous episode on how much did you pay for spiritual services. Some regular treatment and remedy, remedies, irrespective of you know you going into initiation or getting spirit pots and things like that, can be very costly, 5000 10000 um, even more in some cases for certain issues that you're dealing with. However, price should not be your primary mitigating factor when deciding to practice ATR. Understand it is going to come at a financial price, but also understand that it's more important for you to connect with the spiritualist who is right for you than to go by somebody just based on what they are charging, right? It doesn't mean that, you know, because somebody's charging more that it is better but do realize that you know oftentimes you basically get what you pay for right so you know spiritual work is is not inexpensive 
it is not inexpensive to conduct and i'm speaking from this from the perspective of someone who sits under this thing every single day i see the prices of what goes on i understand the prices of what you know the, the priest that i work with what he charges for his services which is actually very little in comparison to the price or the overall cost of what is being done in that particular situation and you know sometimes people may look at the rest and say wow you know that's very expensive but a lot of the expenses that are involved in the process include you know the, the, the cost of the materials the supplies the cost of getting those materials and supplies um quite possibly the cost of shipping things to you if you're working with someone remotely right that's a that's a whole nother expense and you know even if you're working with someone locally then you're dealing with the the cost of living in you know america and particularly if you are from america but you know if you are in another westernized nation the price is going to be more expensive than it would be on the continent or maybe you know elsewhere where the cost of living is significantly lower you should never base what you do or who you choose i would say um as your primary spiritualist only based on price alone because that can get you into many problems you can you know yeah go and get work that's cheaper and um cause yourself problems at the end of the day i actually had that experience myself uh it wasn't even that i was necessarily going for the cheaper work it's just that when i first started off and um i chose to work with a, a particular individual um i was going down the path of ifa and my readings and my services were much more economical and I was happy because of that, right? Because I wasn't paying as much as, you know, what some other people were telling me that they were paying and then also some rates that I was seeing online. But I also was not seeing the results manifested that I desired. And even beyond that, my spirit started to speak to me and show me things that, you know, this was not the right individual for me um you know i'm not going to speak to the quality of the individual's work i'm not even going to call names or what have you however that experience showed me that you know you're going to pay more for this when i transitioned over to working with someone else i started to see very fast results but i also started to pay more money and i would question like why is this more expensive than you know what i used to pay over here and you know i got the explanation that made sense to me and likewise i started to compare rates um, of other practitioners and i realized that the previous individual was not doing a thorough job on my work like what was being done was not proper because that individual was cutting corners in order to give me a cheaper rate to keep me coming back but at the end of the day the work that was being performed on my behalf was not effective for me and so that changed my whole mindset and dynamic about you know you know paying what i was going to pay and you know even the direction that i chose to go in in, in relation to my practice 
this is something that you need to think about and you need to make a decision about you know going into ATO if you're a new devotee don't make the mistake of choosing you know a service or a provider just based on the cost of the service trying to get something cheaper because that could absolutely happen to you that you choose you know something cheaper and you get less quality because that oftentimes happens in the world popularity is another dynamic right so we've gotten into a space in society where people focus on reviews 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 and i'm not saying these things are not helpful because they, they can be but don't just go with somebody because you see that they have a five star rating okay do your homework do some research and see what's going on have a conversation with the person or their representatives, you know, however that works or whatever that looks like. Don't just jump into something because, you know, you see these five-star reviews or even because of something that somebody else you know, told you, you know, about it. You may read something or talk to somebody and they're just raving about that individual, but it may not be the person for you, even if the individual does good work, because that can also happen. Very important for people to take a step back and choose to work with the right people based on their own personal dynamics. I'm not gonna get too deep into this topic in this episode, but I do plan on doing a full on episode talking about how to find the right spiritualist and connect with the right person when it comes time for you to practice ATR. But um, the mistake here is that so many people base their decision off of a spiritualist um, solely because of how much it costs or because the individual is popular or because they're not popular, right? Um, or just other irrelevant factors when that's not how you should be choosing someone to do your spiritual work because it's a very intimate personal endeavor that you are going into. Another mistake is confusing African spiritualists with psychics and mediums and those types of diviners and readers. Um, African spirituality is a replete system in and of itself. There are so many intricacies to our systems, regardless of where they're practiced and where they come from. One of the things you have to understand about African spirituality or African traditional religions is that it's about finding solutions or remedies to your problems. It's not all about getting this deep level information like you may go to a psychic or a medium to get, right? Psychics and mediums, they can give some awesome information and deep level information but at the end of the day what are you going to do with that what's the purpose in that information right just knowing our systems are based on you getting the information that you need and that's very important right there to understand that you may go and seek out you know help for a particular issue and you're wanting to know all of this deep level layered information whereas spirit is not really interested in telling you all of that spirit is just like hey you have a problem that you need help with this is what you need to do in order to get the remedy or the solution to your problem or even more so even if spirit does give more you know deep level knowledge or information in a particular situation the information that you receive may not be what you're looking for spirit could come through and just talk about something that you need to know 
in order to resolve your issue, but it may not be the information that you think that you need to know or that you want to know. Um, one of the notions that I find a lot with people, if you know they're going through a hicks or a curse, they always want to know who, who did it, who did it. You know, that information is completely irrelevant, absolutely irrelevant, right? If, if somebody brought a curse or a hicks upon you, the most important thing to do is to get rid of it first. Yes, you may be thinking, well, I need to know who it is so that I can stay away from this person. No, the process of you getting rid of that hex or that curse will also rid your life of that individual. They will go away at the end of the day. All right. If it's meant for you to know who they are, that information will come forth. But even if it's meant for you to know, that's not going to be the most important component of it. It's about overcoming that hex or curse you know who cares if sally down the street put a hex on me if i can't overcome that hex if i'm still dealing with the ramifications of it but i know who did it to me at the end of the day what does that leave for me so do understand that don't confuse an a reading with an african spiritual system with a reading for like I said before, a tarot reading or a psychic reading or a reading with a medium where you can get a whole lot more in-depth information quite often. It's not that African spiritualists can't give in-depth information, but um, from my experience, and that's working with several spiritualists, that's just not the way the information is, is always going to come, right? In certain instances, yeah, it does come that way, but in many instances, it's about really being direct and to the point. This is what's going on in your situation. Uh, maybe a little bit of background of this is what's happening in your case. And the next thing is, this is how we need to fix it. Because going and get a, a getting a reading um, is not something that you do just for information when you're practicing ATR. When you practice ATR, you are going to get a reading in order to help you to elevate, to grow, to know the next step to take in your destiny, in your path. If you're dealing with a specific issue, then yeah, you may need information related to that. But otherwise, many of the readings will just tell you like some things that you need to be aware of at that particular moment, you know, in time and you know, maybe a little bit further away from that, depending on the reading, the nature of the reading, the purpose of the reading, and the scope of the reading. But just going to get information, that's not the purpose of getting a reading within an African spiritual system. So, you know, avoid confusing the two. Understand what the reading, the purpose of the reading is and what you can expect from that process. The next mistake that I'm going to talk about in this segment coincides with what I just mentioned, and that's not following through with ritual work and ceremony. So um, sometimes people come to ATR, they thinking, I'm just going to get a reading. I just want to know what's going on in my situation, and I'm just going to keep moving. Well, that's not what you're supposed to do when you get a reading in ATR. You get a reading with an African traditional system, it will always come with some form of sacrifice or offering or ritual or ceremony, some type of work, always, irrespective of the system that you are practicing or that you go to to seek answers or 
clues or information from. With that being the case, you need to be prepared to follow up. It is best for you not to get a reading at all than to get one and not follow up. Because when you don't follow up, understand that you are not paying that spirit for their work. When you go and pay for a reading, you are, at the end of the day, paying the spiritualist to do the work. But the follow-up to that is to pay the spirit two ways. You're paying the spirit for bringing you the information and the knowledge, and you're likewise paying the spirit in advance for helping you with your problem or your concern. All right. So if you just want some basic information, go get a tarot reading, guys. Go to a psychic. Go to a medium. All right. If you want a solution or a remedy to your problem, then you can seek out an ATR reading. But always be prepared to follow through because that's the mistake that people make. They're not prepared for that reality. They come to these systems thinking, well, you know, it's just like that tarot reading I got yesterday where, you know, the person told me that I should leave Johnny alone. Well, no, the spirit is going to ask for something in return for that reading, for the information and knowledge that was shared with you. And likewise, to assist you in your situation, because the assumption is that you are coming to get help, not just to know. So with that, I am going to take another quick break. When I come back, I am going to discuss a few more common mistakes before I close the episode out. In the Ifa tradition, rituals are often performed to ensure that one's ancestors transition to a better place in the afterlife. Such ceremonies bless the ancestral spirits and allow them to elevate in the spiritual realm. As they ascend to a higher level, they help their offspring achieve elevated status in the earthly plane. A sunny coaching services offers Ifa-based ancestor elevation rituals that are integral to achieving this goal. To learn more, visit asani44.com. That's A-S-A-N-E-E 44.com. Now I'm going to talk about a few more mistakes that people commonly make when they start down the path of African spirituality or African traditional religions. One mistake is trying to start with the higher level spirits. Oftentimes people want to go to the deities, the Orisha, the Luwa, the Vudan, whatever they are called in whatever tradition. I see this so much. People wanting to start there. They jump into the practice, they read a few things online, um, and they go straight for the gusto. They want to set up an altar to a Lua if they're practicing the Haitian system. They may even set up an altar to an Orisha if they're reading information online, because a lot of the information online about the Orishas are actually derived from the Caribbean islands. So the um, practices and the way that they do the tradition can look a little bit different than what's done in Nigeria. So, you know, may be able to go and set up you in Orisha Shrine or what have you. But the point here is so many people go directly for the Orishas instead of starting with 
the basics and the basics is always going to be your ancestors i always say start with the ancestors because the ancestors are the best space for you to get used to the practice get used to doing ritual work get used to giving something to you know a spirit all the time your ancestors have knowledge that was before you and it will help you to go down you know the right path and so forth your ancestors are the ones who can just equip you with that knowledge of finding the right spiritualists as i mentioned before they can equip you with the knowledge of you know how do i do this what is the next steps that i need to take in order for my journey to be successful they are the ones who plead on your behalf even to the higher level spirits quite often in the spirit realm all right they're watching over you start there um a lot of times two people have things that they need to even reconcile in their bloodlines i find that quite often that reconciliation needs to go on before you take that next step and start working with higher level energies because if you're dealing with blockages from your bloodline and your ancestral lineage you won't be able to go so far and so this is something that you really need to take seriously and you need to take into consideration before you just jump into a system without truly knowing what you're doing or jump into working with a Lua or Risha or other higher level spirit without truly knowing what you're doing. So I talked about this in more detail in a different episode. I think it's entitled The Hierarchy of African Spirits. And if you want to know more about that, please listen to that episode because I give so much detail and information on what steps and what levels that you should take when you start to approach these systems another common mistake that i see people make is not getting proper divination before they do connect with deities so it coincides with the other one like you know you just decide that i want to practice or i want to connect with um a particular orisha because i like what this particular energy is about or what have you and you just start to set up an altar and just give things to that deity and that's a huge mistake on so many different levels because for one if you're not properly connected to that spirit you could actually be feeding a completely different spirit and just be unaware of that because you set up an altar to a specific spirit and you think that you are doing the right thing and you don't understand the signature of the spirit that you're trying to work with and so another spirit comes in its place and can cause you so many more problems than you are ready for so that's a huge thing it just like divination is so important for you to just get the deeper level knowledge that you need in order to move forward even in some cases divination to get information from your ancestors so like what i was talking about before when we were talking about reconciliation and rituals such as that so important for you to um get that higher level knowledge so that you know what to do unless you are you know highly intuitive and you're used to working with your intuitive gifts i recommend even getting an ancestral reading done so that you understand the next steps for your process 
Again, if you do get an ancestral reading, let me say this, within an ATR system, understand that that will also come with some ritual ceremony that you will need to do thereafter. Now, the ancestors don't necessarily always ask for an animal sacrifice. In some cases, they do. At the end of the day, you don't know until you get the reading. So just be prepared for the reality that you may have to give an animal sacrifice. You may have to spend more money, in essence, to go to that next level. When I say give an animal sacrifice, I'm saying that a priest or a priestess, you know, whoever you're working with would do that on your behalf. If you're working with the spiritualists who, you know, at the end of the day know what they're doing, they're actually practicing, they will be able to perform that on your behalf. But, um, you know, likewise, even if it's not an animal sacrifice, it may be some type of ritual work that you have to do on your own. I do find it quite often with ancestral readings. It's usually some type of ritual or ceremony that you actually need to go and to perform. You may have to go to the cemetery and um, do some type of prayer or give them something, some uh, libations or what have you, or even take uh, some some type of food offering or something like that to the cemetery for your ancestors. Uh, it could involve other things as well. But my point here is that if you are working within an ATR and you decide to get an ancestral reading, do understand that that likewise comes with some form of sacrifice or offering with it. Whereas you can get an ancestral base of tarot reading or something like that because those things are available as well and there are some amazing readers who can connect with your ancestors through the tarot system however you know you won't have to give an offering but again those types of things are information basically even if it's a tarot reader who is working you know with the traditional system or what have you and they're just giving you a tarot reading that there's no expectation for you to give an offering or a sacrifice there after then it's not going to be a solution based reading which is not what you want you want a solution in your situation okay you you want something that is going to um help you to reconcile whatever is going on in your bloodline before you move to that next level of working with the deity so you know point here is do get proper divination and the last mistake which basically all of the other mistakes that i've mentioned in this episode hinges on is not doing your homework not doing the research not truly understanding what you are getting into because if you did the research and the homework beforehand you would know all of these things so you would not approach an atr system for the wrong reasons like you know trying to just you know genie in a bottle type of situation or um, coming to the systems in order to harm, do harm to someone or manipulate someone's will, right? Understanding that, you know, it can take time for you to get the answers and the solutions that you need to your problems. Understanding that it costs money, that it's expensive. It is not something that's cheap. Um, understanding the mechanisms of getting a reading and things like that and that it comes with sacrifices and so forth and so on and you know 
the hierarchy of spirits, everything that I just mentioned, plus, 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 plus. If you do your proper research before you go into a tradition, before you start to interact with it, then you can avoid a lot of these mistakes. But that is the number one mistake that most people make when they come into the tradition is that they do not do their homework and understand what is going on so they jump into it because they're excited you know a lot of times there's excitement just about going back into their ancestral heritage and their lineage connecting with you know those dynamics on a much higher level and i get it right i had the same excitement when i first started but i did take the time i did a lot of research because i wasn't trying to um connect with a spirit in the wrong way you know i wrote about this in in my book connecting with your ancestors and you know um people have even told me that they really appreciate that in that book i speak with an abundance of caution with moving forward with even ancestral veneration because there are so many things that I see people do, you know, having come into the traditions myself and just working through the process before I even got to where I am now with actually working with clients and um, helping other people to transition into the, the traditions and working with people getting readings and stuff like that. You know, I was very cautious just because I didn't want to mess up. I didn't want to go down the path and experience all of these negative things that I know can occur. I've seen them occur, you know, in working with other people. This is one of the reasons why I even did this episode, right? To just kind of help you avoid some of those critical mistakes that people oftentimes make when they transition into ATR, African spirituality. With that being said, I'm going to go ahead and close out this episode. Um, please feel free to reach out to me at asunny44.com. That's my website where you can find a whole lot of useful information about what I do as a spiritual life coach, but likewise about the services that I offer in relation to divination and all of the spiritual tools and the resources that I have. Even on my blog, I provide a lot of excellent content to help you along your spiritual journey. So I'm going to go ahead and close up guys. Ashe, please have a very beautiful and blessed day and beyond.